here we are. Hello, Davide Datoli. Uh, welcome in this Coworking Europe podcast. Uh, we are, you are the co-founder of Talent Garden, and uh, you are like uh, one of the legends of the coworking industry in Europe, we can tell. Um, so Talent Garden is 10 years old now. You have 18 campuses in Europe. You are one of the most important players, um, independent players also um, on the continent. But first of all, can you remind us who you are and a short um, introduction to Talent Garden for those who, the few do, that who don't know you yet. <laughs> We were opening our first campus in the north part of Italy 10 years ago. And the idea was try to create an environment, a space where we can put together the best people in the tech industry. That's why we created Talent Garden. And the idea behind was really about empowering people working technologies, giving them the network, the space, and the learning attitude to really grow themselves. In these 10 years, somehow we were opening uh, uh, around uh, 18 campuses. We were closing some. So overall, we were opening overall, I think, around 25 different campuses in our history. And uh, uh, we were uh, growing from Italy to seven markets at the moment. Uh, I can say that some of the biggest market in, in Europe and, and, and leaving this, this sector, but somehow 10 years ago was really the beginning. And today it's, it's something that is way bigger of what was before, but it's probably one of the biggest also in the future. Um, can you mentioned a number of, 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 of figures in terms of square meters that you, you are running uh, overall, the number of members you have, because it's, it's huge. I think people are not figuring out how huge you are nowadays, but can you remind us on a few facts about it? Uh, yeah, we have uh, uh, more than 55,000 square uh, meter across Europe, uh, 18 campuses, uh, more than 5,000 members. And on top of our co-working space, we have built our innovation school that train every year more than 1,500 students and more than 10,000 managers every year. Yeah. So we have been organizing the co-working Europe conference uh, almost in every country after also 10, more than 10 years now of, of, of operation. And I remember when going to Dublin or Vienna, where we have the... the, the this year's conference, or, um, or of course Milan when we were in 2015, um, the number one player people, uh, public authorities were mentioning when we were in touch with them was Talent Garden. And Dublin, for instance, was saying, yes, but you know, Talent Garden is to, coming to us. And uh, what, what makes you special about it? Because you are, not, of course, the only co-working brand around the place. Um, but how do you explain that you, was it the initial ambition that, that brought you where you are now? Is it just okay, you, you got the right partners, you got the right access to capital because it's also an important element that maybe make you different from some others. How can you explain the, 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 the pathway you have been through um, that is slightly different than other European players? I think what uh, makes us successful or at least uh, let us uh, arriving to where we are, I don't know if we are successful or not, but we are trying every day to, to be, is the fact that we were focusing not on the real estate part, but really on empowering our member. Mm -hmm. That was our goal since day one. We were opening our first campus without knowing what co-working is. It was 2010, 2011 that we worked on the project and somehow was not famous as today. But the idea behind that was still the same, that is how we can empower people working in the tech sector. We are also vertical, but it's something pretty unique compared to other players. 
where are hosting everyone or um, or are really on a on a single location basis. Since day one, we were thinking that we need to create a network. At the beginning, it was a network uh, across Italy. After, it became a network across Europe. But we were focusing on digital and technologies as first differentiation point, and secondly, uh, really focusing on creating a network of campuses. And this, I think, that create and enable us to raise more funds. We were raising around 50 million euros in the last years to grow our company across Europe. We have more than 150 employees today. Uh, we were able to get uh, a thousand of members. And really, all our campuses are from 3,000 to 8,000 square meters, so pretty big facilities. I think this was also a very key and important point. Try not to make some co-working, but try to make iconic campuses where people can really feel and, and, and understand what technology is, what innovation is, what the future will be. So for us, the co-working was a tool to aggregate the best people in the tech industry in the city. So, because tech industry and tech communities and address the startup world, it's not something you are the only one to do. Uh, you know, we know Factory Berlin and there is the, um, in, in, in France, there is this, this used uh, startup uh, innovation centers. Uh, um, but you are one of the few international or maybe the only one, at least European based with European roots. Yeah. Um, how do you explain that? Um, is it just because you were uh, foresighted and you just saw it coming um, or the other were not ambitious in that or to focus on just one city or one country? I think that uh, was coming also a lot by what was our vision since the beginning. So we were creating somehow the, the biggest campus uh, uh, in Italy, but we were not starting from Milan. We were starting from a smaller city. We were starting from Brescia, which is a small city in the north part of Italy. And I think this teach us and, and bring us to a very different level. Because if you start from a big city, Berlin, Paris, Dublin, somehow you will create so much success and so much business there that you have enough to stay in one location. Starting from a second city is bring us to the fact that let's make it work also in a smaller city. And this creates uh, immediately the, the fact of let's scale it. Mm -hmm. uh, and for this reason, uh, since the day one, and this focus not only on startups, but on all the digital environments. So we have also a lot of freelancers, a lot of people in the tech industry overall. I think that was the, the idea behind since the beginning was let's try to make other campuses. And that brings us to a partnership with a Dublin City University, bringing us to Dublin, making partnership with uh, two big corporations in Vienna, opening a campus there, opening two campuses in Spain, both Madrid and Barcelona. Uh, opening in Copenhagen. And I think also what was very interesting about the Copenhagen fact was the fact that we didn't decide to open directly, but we decided to merge with Rainmaking Loft, which was the coolest campus in the city, exactly with our same mission. But somehow the idea was, let's try to make it together. And that I think is something that in Europe, we are still too much fragmented. Each of us really believe and focus on Let's make it the coolest campus in Paris because everyone will come to Paris. That is happening. Station F is an amazing experience. They create something unique, incredible. But somehow they are still trying to bring everyone to Paris. But it's not possible. Europe is not Silicon Valley. Europe is everything is, is different. So you need to open in Paris, but you need also to open in Berlin, in Madrid, in Milan, in Copenhagen. So as Stalingrad, Garden, we believe on this vision since day one, and that's why we were working a lot on the idea of 
let's try to make a European network. And yes, probably we are the only one if we consider the independent, like not the Uyghurs and WeWork, yeah, yeah. but somehow our mind space, but outside in the, in, the, in the middle industry, we are for sure the one with more broader presence. Uh, oh, oh. How do you create synergies between all those campuses? Because, yes, uh, Europe is fragmented and we need to have a European footprint, but it's already hard to have synergies between location in the same city. Or, or does it happen between your campuses and, and, and between the, this network you have built? So I think the first things, again, is focusing on your member. If you understand that uh, they are growing across different geographies, you have not only to be for them a real estate player, supporting them giving an office in other cities. You need to support them on their growth in that market. Mm -hmm. When we start from Italy, we immediately open in Barcelona as our second campus because there were plenty of Italian companies that were growing there, but want to understand how to expand their business in Spain. And so we were opening our campus, but somehow was for us as a bridge between Italy and Spain and the same things is what we create. And obviously we bring many Spanish companies into Italy. And again, it's not only about giving them a space to work. It was about giving them connection, connection with investors, with employees, with potential talents to hire. Mm -hmm. So it was really something about let's make bridge. And this is something that we were replicating also in Austria, in France now, uh, in Ireland, in, in different countries. Obviously, not in the same countries is working. Like Ireland is now really connected with uh, with Denmark, way more than Italy. But somehow these bridges are growing all over Europe at the moment, and and is what also make uh, our uh, our campus really synergic between each other because there is plenty of members that start as a member in one campus and became members in five or six different campuses. We had experience with Uber, with Glovo, with Deliveroo, so these super cool international startups, but they decided to use Talent Garden campuses in different phases of the history across different uh, uh, city and campuses. And that is what does it mean for us, focusing on the member growth and giving them value. You're, you're, as, you, as you mentioned, there is news um, for Town Garden. You're opening up a new location in Lille, in France. Um, that's, that's also, it's very interesting because as we, as we mentioned, we spoke about capital city and you said we are coming from Brescia. So Lille is slightly bigger than Brescia, um, but still it's a regional capital. It's not a, a, main, a main hub uh, on national level. Um, I, two questions about it. Number one, um, how important is is it becoming for you to, 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 to settle in those, in those locations? And why, why is it meaningful? And the other thing is um, what struck me when we visited your, your, the location you are in Milan right now, it was so huge, it was 2015. I think it was one of the biggest uh, facility I saw for a co-working space. And it was like very rough. It was industry, industrial uh, facility and you build up those like um, boxes of offices um, with, with raw material, with, so you, you, you created this, this new setting. To what extent uh, does it allow you to go in facilities and building that other players wouldn't go in because it's not suited for regular offices or traditional workspaces? So two Absolutely. Questions. We, I start from the second and arrive to the first. So first of all, yes, we find very iconic building. For us, iconic doesn't mean uh, most of the time industrial building really very difficult for other companies to occupy but uh, but in our style in our 
um, environment that we create inside the campuses was the best because we feel that is what people in the tech industry want. Mm. And on this, if you're going to every of our campuses, you are really feeling at home. It's like entering to a Starbucks. It changed the building, mm. but the, the feeling inside is exactly the same. And for us, this is something very important. Not all the network are recreating this. And we also find our own style that is very different compared to our competitor. So it's way less, uh, I can say, premium or luxury and way more tech uh, oriented because that is our target. We want to focus on this. Secondly, uh, we believe that innovation is not only happening in uh, London, Paris or San Francisco, but it's happening everywhere. And so we need to empower the best talents across every city in Europe. Not because we want to open everywhere, but because we were really studying each city in Europe, prioritizing where make more sense for us to, to open a campus. For instance, when we, uh, we watch uh, France, we decide that it does not make any sense for us to open in Paris. There are plenty of players that work very well there. What we can bring as a value more? Nothing. Potentially, in Lille, that is an entrepreneurial city, companies like Ocean, Decathlon, and Sun starts from there, is a city with a lot of universities, so a lot of students, a lot of people that uh, will go into the tech industry, and uh, a city that is one hour from Paris, one hour from Brussels, one hour from uh, uh, London. So really well connected. And we were saying, okay, it's probably way better to open in a city like that. We find a very good partner that is uh, one of the biggest uh, uh, retail company in the world, uh, that is Westfield, uh, where we open together with them in the city center, a new location. We just opened, so let's see how we'll, we'll go. But somehow, uh, really the idea is, let's try to make an impact in every city in which we are opening. So, so you, the way you proceed to open new, new locations, so I, re, uh, I repeat, 18 campuses, so just location campuses, um, it's finding a local partner you, you go along with? Um... Depends, market okay. to market. Uh, what we do is, first of all, we develop our own algorithm that map every city in Europe for more than 100 KPI. Real estate development, uh, ecosystem development, uh, uh, all the investment in startups, uh, people trained on digital and technology skills, so plenty of variables. Out of that, we define which is our priority list, where make more sense to open. And when we study the ecosystem, we understand there is someone who can really help us to make the difference in the market. We, and in that case, we are opening some partnership. Dublin City University in, in Ireland is making the difference. Let's try to make it something together. Uh, exactly as the uh, foundation of Fagnelli family, that is one of the biggest family in Italy, uh, we were opening together in Turin, in the north part of Italy. And, and, and on these cases, we have plenty across. In, in Lille, is Westfield. So we are sometimes developing partnership. In other cases, like Madrid, we were opening alone okay. uh, because we were feeling that there was not, at, at that point at least, one partner that is the, the good one to open. Uh, but every time we try to make something that is impacting the local ecosystem and really a game changer for the digitalization of the city. All right. Um... We went through a pandemic, <laughs> I think everybody knows. Um, to what extent it, did it impact um, your, your operation? Um, did, what did you do? What did you do? Did you have to close down some, some locations? Um, and, and then what, what, what comes next? Um, so how have you been through that? 
So first of all, we were, uh, I can say, pretty lucky overall. It was for sure a difficult year, and also this year is not the super easiest one, but we were, we were lucky for three main reasons. The first one is we were mainly focused also on second cities across Europe. We have cities like Turin, cities like Brescia, cities that like Lille, cities that were really less impacted compared to capitals. Mm -hmm. Milan was the city for us more impacted. While right. Turin or Lille were way less impacted because somehow the, the effect of a COVID was impacting way more bigger cities than smaller ones. We think about London. Well, London was really impacted, while smaller one a little bit less. Mm -hmm. Secondly, uh, more than 50% of our revenue are not coming out of membership, but are coming out of education. And that's somehow something that during the pandemic were growing. So somehow we closed the year with the same level of revenue of 2019, somehow under expectation because we were ex expecting to double the revenue, but still way better to other companies that were doing like 30% of the year before. And third, uh, we were having a, a good shareholder basis. We were raising some funds the year before. So we were having enough cash to really uh, go, I can say under the pandemic, uh, surviving and our idea is the uh, arriving to the end of this year that is where probably the, the, the pandemia will continue to eat uh, up to and, and try to arrive to the next years uh, really in a player of consolidation so let's mm -hmm. try to put together cool space across Europe that can be uh, put together into an alliance mode and creating a bigger player because one of the, the bigger issue is how is possible that Talent Garden is one of the biggest players in, in Europe if you take out uh, Vigus, uh, that somehow it is also London-based, mm -hmm. uh, and, and there is no real big player in Europe. It's something that is not possible. We need to create bigger player in Europe, and as Talent Garden, we want to be the aggregator of this market. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's something we discussed just uh, before starting the, the podcast. We just released this survey about uh, 11 countries in Europe, and um, it's striking that... Um, Continental Europe is really behind uh, other other regions in the world, Asia, Australia, uh, or especially the UK, which has a lot more players, at way more funding poured into the co-working industry. And what is also striking, and it's good to hear you about it, uh, is Italy, among the biggest country in Europe, is the latest uh, in terms of the number of operators, the number of locations, uh, whereas you are one of the biggest, but even in Italy, you are a little bit alone. And we just saw that Copernico, which was one of the other big players in Italy, in industry, just has been taken over by, by IWG. Um, how, how do you explain that uh, situation in Italy? And is it specific to Italy or how do you see it? I can say, I talk a little bit about Europe in general after we can arrive to Italy. First of all, why in Europe players are still smaller? Because the point is that the, the, um, the supply is really fragmented. Mm. When you're talking about US, if you're making a good partnership with a big real estate fund, you can take 20 locations with one deal. When you're talking about Europe, we have 18 different locations with 18 different landlords. Every landlord is a super complex negotiation. It's crazy. And this is creating a huge impact because there is no real estate fund that can provide you 10 locations. So does it mean that every time that you open a new campus is a new starting again from zero? 
And secondly, for sure, and this I can say it's particularly for South Europe, but not only, uh, people are still in the mode of, I want my office, because the price of the offices is still pretty low. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people say, okay, I can rent an apartment of 100 square meter for less than uh, uh, a room of six people inside a co-working. And so, and they have also the, this cultural feeling that somehow they have their own office, so they are serious people, instead of co-working where it's half enough. This in US is totally out, in Asia is totally out, in London is totally out, while in, in continental Europe is still something that has to be, has to change. Something is done, for sure, way better than 10 years ago, but still uh, really, really to, 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 to work on. And this in Italy in particular, the, the fact that Copernico were both uh, was mainly due to financial crisis, but we we're not able to manage well their cap table. But I think that they were doing a very, very good job, very different for us. Uh, they were way more focusing on uh, WeWork model or like cool space in the city center instead of Talent Garden, but we're somehow focusing on, on other campuses. But still, I think that Italian market, again, is really fragmented. The, the mm-hmm. biggest real estate found probably can give you one, maximum two, camp, two, two space. Okay. So it's impossible to scale. So we have plenty of very nice, independent and cool space, but very difficult to have big player. And, and at the moment after Copernico was sold, uh, I can say that the other bigger player has something that has one or two campuses in the country. So really far behind where Spain is a little bit better mm. because there is other players that are consolidating more with a real estate partnership and so they are somehow scaling uh, Utopicus or Loom that are going way better. Germany has something. France, there is one or two players with some location. But still, it's really, really fragmented market overall in Europe. It's interesting what you say is that uh, to some extent, the, 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 um, the slowness of, of the development, the rollout of the co-working industry in Europe, it's also, it is, is also directly impacted by the fragmentation of the real estate um, market itself, meaning that players are, are mainly um, country uh, based on, the, on, on national uh, geography so that you have big real estate landor- and landlords in Belgium, you have big landlords in Germany, big landlords in Spain or France, but no big landlords that are really in five different European countries at, at, at once where you can, as you, as you mentioned, make one deal for, for 10 or 15 locations at once in five countries. Very interesting. So it's, it's also a message to the real estate industry that they need to also to consolidate to some extent. Um, that's that's it, it, it's an it's a even bigger story that we, we, we might think of uh, to some extent. My, my philosophy is uh, we need to make Europe. Europe does not exist. Europe is, is, is a flag, is something where we have, you are in Brussels, so you, you have plenty of building with, uh, with a lot of people working at European Union, but in reality, outside the fact that you have the euro as a coin, but all the rest is yeah. nothing. There is no common jurisdiction, there is no common companies. Think about uh, real estate, super fragmented, banks are super fragmented, even co-working are super fragmented. We need to create one Europe because otherwise US player and Chinese player will start buying everything. And, and I think it's an opportunity to really consolidate the market in plenty of sectors. And co-working and real estate is for sure one of it, as education is one of it. 
Yes, uh, one thing which, which struck me, you mentioned that your, your uh, diversification of your revenue sources and education training were very, very important. Uh, remember being in your Milan location that actually the trainers were the members. And is it still the model? Is it still that, 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 that the way you, you develop your, your trainings offering and, uh, and education? Or you, you move forward with that and no, you, are, you have standalone schools to some extent. Most of our teachers are our members. We select the best people in the digital ecosystem uh, to work in our physical campus as co-workers. So let's try to create more value for us and for them out of these synergies that we can create. And so for this reason, we create our school. And most of the people that we train in our courses became members of our campuses because they were hired by companies that are inside the campus or because they are building new companies inside the campus. We are focusing our education into digital and technology exactly as our members are. And we created some a circle in which uh, members became teachers, mm. teachers uh, trained people that became members. So it's like, it's a cycle in which right. you create cycle. value. Mm. That, that's that, the magic. Okay, we are slowly arriving at the end of, the, of this conversation. Uh, it could last hours. Um, what's in the pipe for Talent Garden for the coming months or even years? Uh, so in the last semesters, we were opening new campuses in uh, Barcelona and Lille. Uh, at the moment, we are uh, evaluating other four new campuses that we plan to open in the next uh, month. Um, we have one location in Spain, three locations in Italy, and we are evaluating other locations in other countries. But mainly, we are working on the idea of really developing out of our members and our campuses all the education on top of our of our things. We start to become a bigger, a big player both in Italy, in Spain, in the Nordics in particular, as a geographical reason. Let's try to hyper growth in this market. Let's try to really increase our impact on what we are doing and let's try to consolidate more on overall Europe to aggregate other players in other markets and let's try to really create a, a successful story in Europe where plenty of players start going together and create something that is visible mm. and can competing with global players. Uh, or, or do you see the, um, your collaboration or, or you being competitor to schools? Uh, as a whole, is it um, because to some extent you're also in the in the education business, disrupting the education business? Uh, you are it's training by the peers instead of training by the you know from the vertical top-down way. Uh, what does it tell about this? Is it is it um, just you, or you think that um, players like Talent Garden, which also um, could participate to the disruption of the of the education? Businesses I think that uh, uh, players like Talent Garden and Talent Garden itself want to disrupt the education, in, uh, edu the education uh, industry, in particular in the tech skills, or at least for us. We are also collaborating with traditional universities, with traditional players, but we really believe that uh, in order to, um, I can say, accept the bigger challenge that in the next three to five years are happening for the after COVID crisis, because we have to remember that COVID probably as a, uh, will disappear this year, but will not disappear the, the, the financial impact of it. So we will have millions 
of unemployed people. We have uh, millions of companies that probably will fail. We need to work on reskilling and upskilling. We mm. need to work on people and understanding how to reskill and upskill them. And players like Talent Garden, in collaboration with university, uh, has to disrupt the market, has to help Europe to really get the skills that it needs to avoid a social issue that probably we've never seen before, big as this. Okay, words of hope still <laughs> in those uh, in this discussion, and of, uh, and definitely we we uh, as you said that uh, corking industry ecosystem peer to peer horizontal way to collaborate and the synergies at the European at the European level uh, could participate to recover and, and and to heal all the wounds um, that we we got from this pandemic. Uh, hopefully. Awesome. Um, Davide, we hope to see you at the conference in Vienna uh, in December. Um, if hope to. A, 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 and and anytime uh, we can, we hope to have you as a guest to, to, to update about the new, the new stories for Talent Gardens and uh, everything that uh, good things that are coming up for, for you and for the co-working industry as a whole. Um, thank you for your time, for your time. And um, Thanks a um, lot to you and all the best. Uh, hope to meet you in the next event or come to our campus whenever you want or ever in, all over in Europe. Ah, yes, I need another opportunity to come to Italy and, and visit Milan or other Breccia campuses. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Davide. Take care. Thanks. Bye Take bye. care.